You want simple, timeless techniques that get you healthy from the inside out. Plus, you can use these same tools to enhance any area of your life. Health, money, relationships, career, even general happiness. Welcome to the Women Rockin' Midlife Podcast, Soulful Wellness to Elevate Your Second Act. This is the podcast dedicated to empowering midlife women to thrive and rock their way through this transformative phase of life. I'm your hostess, Jen Kunkel. Join me as we explore this midlife thing together and I guide you on a soulful journey of holistic wellness and self-discovery, ultimately leading you to your best, most energetic, most fulfilling life. This is episode five, second episode in a series of solo episodes I'm doing that are on this concept of personal core strengthening. We will be having some guest episodes in the future so that you can hear from experts on various topics. Right now, I'm doing these solo episodes so that I can lay a foundation of what I'm about and what's in it for you, how it benefits you, how I personally can support you in achieving your health and wellness goals. I also happen to have some travel plans, so I'm pre-recording some episodes. That's not really the primary reason that I'm doing these, though. Like I said, I really want to lay the foundation of what I'm about and how it benefits you. So the travel is going to be fun. We have some time planned up in the mountains, which we do in the summers since the past three years or so. And then my mom and I are actually going to be taking my great nephew. He's six. He just turned six. We're going to take him to Noah's Ark experience in Ohio. We're going to take him to a theme park and a baseball game and do some other fun stuff. So that'll be fun. We're meeting up with my cousin and my aunt who are in Wisconsin. So that's some fun stuff I have planned for this summer. And you know, you need to really be healthy in order to live life to the fullest. And certainly, I need to be healthy to keep up with a six-year-old. And the reason that I want to start with laying this foundation with how to get healthy from the inside out is because no matter what logistical things you understand, as far as what to eat, what not to eat, how to work out, etc. Your success is ultimately dependent on what's going on on the inside, your motivation, your mindset, your resilience, your commitment, your belief in yourself and your ability to actually achieve the goals. There's a lot going on beneath the surface And I'd like to support you in strengthening that piece so that when you learn what to do, or maybe you already know what to do, you can implement it much more effectively. When you don't, you're not as healthy as you'd like to be. Maybe you have weight gain or you're on that roller coaster, the weight's just up and down. 
Maybe you're experiencing a lot of bloat that you don't want to deal with, inflammation, low energy. Maybe you're dealing with night sweats and hot flashes. Maybe you're moody, frustrated, depressed, feeling anxious. I know that when I feel like I'm struggling to get results, I feel frustrated. I feel like maybe not doing anything, especially if I have low energy too. I just don't feel like doing anything. And when that happens, depression can set in and you just start feeling like you're in a rut. At least I do. So maybe you can relate. So what we're going to do to address that today is talk about this principle that I have called personal core strengthening. It involves 12 principles, and I talked about it in an overview in the last episode. That was episode four. So if you haven't heard that, you can go back and listen and get the overview. So today we're going to talk about three of the principles We're going to talk about each principle, why it's important, and how you can actually strengthen that principle in your own life within you. Because I like to make sure that everything I'm talking about is actionable for you. Something that you can actually utilize and implement in your real life. So it's truly valuable and I make it easy for you to execute and implement it because I'm going to provide you with a download that walks you through what we're talking about here. So make sure you stay tuned and you grab that download at the end of the episode. The first principle we're going to talk about today is gratitude. And you might think, what the heck does gratitude have to do with my health and wellness? Well, health and wellness is the basis, in my opinion, of your happiness and your ability to live life fully and it's all interconnected. Your body is your vehicle that gets you through this life. So if your body is not strong and healthy, then you're going to struggle to get through life. And the opposite is also true where your mental attitude and your emotional well-being affects your body. This is not just something that I made up and fabricated. There are actual scientific studies that relate these things, the mind-body connection, and specifically with gratitude. So for example, Harvard Medical School states, gratitude is strongly and consistently associated with greater happiness. And this is in terms of scientific studies that they've conducted. I also read something from UC Berkeley that talks about studies suggest gratitude may be an innate trait that's actually embedded in your DNA. And there may even be specific genes that are connected with their ability to experience gratitude. You probably never heard that before, right? Gratitude just seems like this fluffy thing that people talk about because it feels good. But think about this. If you're feeling grateful, you're going to feel less stressed and that creates more wellness for your body. Just that one simple thing is beneficial. It's not the only thing. It's just one of the most obvious things. So let's also talk about gratitude in terms of 
food and how it could affect your processing of food. Think about this. Religious people pray before eating. They're giving thanks for the food, the nourishment that it's giving their body. Now, why is this? Let's think about if there's more to it than just thanking the creator, right? That is one piece, right? You're, express, you're expressing appreciation to nature or to the creator for providing. And that brings about more abundance and more nourishment. If it is meat, you could be giving gratitude to the animal for giving its life to you. You could be expressing appreciation to whoever prepared the food for you. I mean, if somebody made you a nice meal and you don't express any gratitude, how likely is it that they're going to want to prepare another nice meal for you? Probably not if they don't feel very appreciated. Another way to look at it is like a blessing on the food for it to nourish you in the best way possible. And this might sound a little bit woo-woo to you, and maybe it is, but I have this belief that everything is energy. So if you focus on the food being nourishing to you, it is more likely that it's going to be. Haven't, have you ever heard about people preparing food with love and that it actually tastes different. Like maybe grandma's recipe just never comes quite out quite right for you and you swear that she did not tell you all the ingredients, yet you find her recipe card handwritten in her own writing and you think, is there something she didn't write down? Yeah, it's a dose of love, you know, and preparing it with love. That just makes me think of that movie, Ramen Girl, where um, she was in Japan and she was learning how to make ramen in an actual authentic Japanese ramen house. And when she was making one batch, she was upset and crying. And everyone who ate her ramen when she was upset, that she had prepared when she was upset and crying, they all started being upset and crying. So it was like the emotions were transferred into the food. And I know that's just a movie, but still. So gratitude is actually really powerful. You can experience that and you will recognize that to be true. So how do you strengthen your sense of gratitude. Here's a couple of ideas. Meditation. Meditate on all the things you're grateful for because I can assure you that if you go through life feeling ungrateful and like either entitled or nothing ever works out for you, you're going to be stirring up that energy that creates more of that for you. Or even if it's just That's all you see because you're blinded to the things there are to be grateful for. Shift your focus so that you start to expand and look for things to be grateful for. So you can meditate on that. What are you grateful for? You can journal about it. You can integrate it with your workout or a walk or a run. Tony Robbins is huge on integrating your physical physiology with what you're mentally focusing on 
and it like rewires your brain using the mind-body connection. It just makes it stronger and integrates it more fully. So if you go for a walk, during part of your walk, focus on all the things that you're grateful for. It's almost like a walking meditation. I do this a lot. So I'm going to include that on the worksheet or the download at the end of the episode. Now the second principle that we're going to talk about today is love. Love, right? I mean, warm, fuzzy feelings. No, I'm going to talk about three different kinds of love here. Love towards others, like your intimate relationship, your family, your friends. I want you right now to think about someone that you have a great deal of love for. And I want you to just focus on them. Think of them and imagine that feeling of love. Close your eyes if it helps. Feel where you feel that in your body. Connect it to your body. Where do you feel that love? I just want you to notice it, observe, and become aware. Right? Another type of love is just love in general. The loving feeling toward the world. Now, you can actually trigger that simply by thinking of someone that you love a lot. And it gets you into that state of love. And it feels better, right? feels good. Makes you feel happier. And when you're happier, it's easier for you to make healthy and good decisions. The third type of love is self-love. And I'm going to boldly state that it all starts here. The amount of love that you have for yourself is what you're projecting out into the world. You might feel like it's easy to love other people more than yourself. Yet, if you're not loving yourself, you're going to struggle with feeling those feelings of love in general. Also, loving yourself counteracts low energy feelings of shame and guilt, especially when it comes to dieting and being healthy. Shame, guilt, all the shoulds, all the supposed tos. I'm not a fan of those. I'm not a fan of shoulds and supposed tos. Self-love is going to counteract those feelings of frustration, of not being as healthy as you'd like. Right, so this is a brief summary about that. I could probably do an entire episode on each of these 12 principles. And down the road, maybe I'll do that. I want to kind of get it in and start getting to some guests sooner than later. Because otherwise, that would be 12 episodes. (laughs) So I'm cutting it down to four. So we talk about three in each episode. Anyway. There's this really great exercise that I like to do, and I call it I love you, like I, like your eyeball, E-Y-E, and it's a spinoff of an exercise that I did through a Tony Robbins CD program that I did a long time ago. It was around the same time that I initially developed all of this personal core strengthening stuff, so 
Tony in one of the CD programs I was doing back years and years ago, he talked about a a group that he worked with of clinically depressed people. I believe it was him that worked with them or somebody did. He was talking about this story where, and I think it was him, where he had them, these clinically depressed people were told to just look into the mirror and smile a big, goofy, crazy grin for X amount of time. I don't know, a couple minutes or something. Maybe it was longer than that, but just a crazy, absurd, huge smile, even if they weren't feeling it. And over time, this was years and years ago that I listened to this. I just remember it. And I don't remember all the details. So after a certain amount of time of them doing this day after day after day, they were no longer showing the same signs of depression. I don't know if it was fully healed. I don't remember that. I just know that it actually reversed the depression. And I know Tony Robbins is known for a lot of his exercises to reverse depression. So this I love you is kind of a take on that. I came up with this way back then, and I have since actually come across a very similar, maybe almost exact same um, exercise that someone else came up with. I don't care who gets credit. It doesn't matter to me as long as you benefit from it. So I call it the I love you exercise. And what it is, is you look into the mirror and, you know, be good if you smile. The point is, though, you look yourself in your own eyes and you say, I love you. And you maybe do it for like two minutes. Set a timer. Or just say it once. Say it while you're brushing your teeth. Whatever. The idea is to get up to about two minutes doing this, saying I love you in the mirror over and over. Now, I've used this in programs with clients and I've had people let me know that they were really uncomfortable with it and they actually were not able to say those words to themselves. They weren't able to say I love you to themselves. So I made some tweaks. I did the coaching with people and I made some tweaks and I said, okay, what if you said, how can I love you? And then eventually transition this to, can I love you? You know, whichever one works for you, like wherever you're at right now, do whatever works for you. Can I love you? How can I love you? I can love you. Make it like a declaration and eventually get yourself to saying, I love you. All right. So we're going to have something to guide you through this in the download as well so you remember the steps so you don't have to write anything down right now you'll get it in the download all right really important loving yourself so that you can love the world so that you can overcome those feelings of shame and guilt and go through life confidently feeling good even while you're in the process of becoming more healthy. Because it's really important to enjoy the moment, to appreciate the moment, and to be present in the moment. And that brings me to the third and final principle that we're going to talk about today, which is trust. Trust 
is scary, right? Maybe it's scary for you. Maybe it's easy for you. Everyone's different. Trusting others. Like, for example, think about the personal development, team building things where they have the trust fall. You have to fall back into the arms of other people. And then you see jokes about this in comedy shows where nobody catches the person. Yeah, because that's like the fear, right? Nobody's really going to be there to catch me, right? Then you can also trust the universe or God that everything is working in your favor. And on some kind of a level, it's going to benefit you. It's going to give you a lesson or it's going to lead you to something where you're serving the world more powerfully. Like, for example, there's bad stuff that happened to all of us in our lives. And I think that's where we end up getting our strengths from. And if we didn't experience those things in the past, we wouldn't grow to the point where we can support other people. Now, in a bigger picture, you could say, oh, everybody, if everybody didn't have all that crap, there wouldn't be anybody that needed the help. So it's a little bit of a vicious cycle, I guess. Anyway, this is where we are envision that where you are now is perfect. Let's just bring it back to health here and your wellness. Trust that you're on the path that you're meant to be on. Even if you're frustrated, even if you're struggling, that there's some kind of reason for it, there's some kind of purpose, that it's eventually going to lead you where it's in your best interest to be in the future. Okay, so enjoy and be fully present in the moment while also knowing what you prefer to move toward and trust that you'll get there, okay? Or, or somewhere better. And then there's trusting yourself, your intuition, your gut feelings, that you can do things, that you can accomplish, that you can follow through. And this is... Again, just like the love, the self-love is the basis of all of the love, self-trust is the basis of all of your trust, right? Trusting your intuition, trusting your gut feelings, tuning in and becoming more aware of that. So how do you start doing that? One thing is you can do a meditation for awareness. So you start to notice your thoughts, notice the inklings that you have throughout the day and trusting those. Have you ever had like this gut feeling, these inklings that you have and whether it's related to your health and wellness or whether it's just related to anything because it all ties together. So I can think of one time where I had a very strong gut reaction. This was in my past when I was fairly young. And I really wasn't that aware of my gut feelings then. And I didn't trust them. So I had a gut feeling about a girlfriend of a relative. The second that I laid eyes on her... I had this weird like ick feeling and I thought, wow, what's that about? I'm being very judgy. I don't even know her. I haven't even spoken to her. I don't get it. So I brushed it off and I thought nothing of it. Well, it turns out that 
that was a gut reaction that was based in reality, even though I didn't know it. I don't know what I was sensing about her. It turned out later that there were some issues with her, and I don't want to get into any story about somebody else. It's not my business to tell. Bottom line is, some things happened a few years later where I looked back and I remembered having that really strong feeling, something that I had not really noticed before. And I went, wow, I think I was picking up on something there. So I think that now. So what can you do to help you trust yourself more? Now, where does the trust come in when it comes to health? The trust is going to come in in knowing that you can do things that you set your mind to, that you can accomplish something that you decide to accomplish, that you can follow through on cultivating these healthy habits. And it ties in with awareness of your gut feelings and your intuition. So one thing you can do is a meditation for awareness and then start to notice your thoughts. So I'll have something for you in the download there too. And we'll just go ahead and move right into that. So today's contemplation questions, the download is going to include some journaling exercises. We're going to contemplate and meditate on gratitude, on love, and on trust. So the gratitude exercise that I'm going to recommend to you, and I'll list, I'll list everything we talked about in the download. Doing something that you incorporate your physiology with, doing a general meditation about it, and journaling prompts. What are you grateful for? Start writing things down, brainstorm. Come up with all the things that you could be grateful for. And then the love, self-love. Do that exercise where you talk to yourself in the mirror, you look into your eyes and you tell yourself, I love you. And then journal on that experience. Journal about how that felt. Was it easy? Was it difficult? Were you able to say I love you to yourself for two minutes? Did it bring up any emotions? Maybe you're going to cry. Maybe you feel frustrated. Maybe you feel weird or anxious. Whatever you feel, there is no right or wrong. It just is. And when you notice it, you can start to think about what does that mean? And it really, it doesn't have to mean anything. Notice it, acknowledge it, and it's all valid. And then for trust, just take some time to sit back Sit in stillness and become aware of how you feel about trusting yourself. What kind of thoughts do you have when you think about trusting yourself? If you had to do one of those trust falls in an exercise with some duplicate versions of yourself that are exactly like you are, would you catch yourself? Would you know that you could trust yourself to catch yourself, to be there? Meditate about the kind of thoughts and inklings that come to you throughout the day. Meditate and 
when I say meditate, all that means is sit in silence and observe your thoughts. Observe the thoughts that you have when you think about trusting yourself, when you think about, am I really able to follow through when I commit to something? Am I really going to hold myself accountable to my vision for my future health? And simply for now, notice, okay? Notice the thoughts that come into your mind. No judgment, simply notice and then journal about that. You can write them down and come back to them later and see how it changes over time. And then the fun part is to start to notice when you get gut feelings about people, events, situations. Like maybe you have a gut feeling, you get invited to a party, you have a gut feeling, ooh, don't go to that party. Or, you know, I kind of don't feel like going to a party. And yet something is telling me to go. And then you go and you meet somebody that you really connect with or that has some kind of opportunity for you. So notice those kinds of things and that makes it a little bit fun. That is episode five. Make sure you download the worksheet that'll walk you through all of this that I just talked about. And if you found value in this episode, please share it with someone you know who could also benefit from cultivating health from the inside out. Thank you for joining me. Much love and I will talk to you next time.